Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living a Life Through Books, the podcast about everything bookish. I'm your host, Dr. Shanaz Ahmed, and today is Month in Review. We are talking Jan 2022, the first month of the new year. How did you all do on your reading? I'm hoping you all did well because January has the added feature of resolutions. Ha ha ha. Whom are we kidding, right? New Year's resolutions do not work, but they work for a week. So maybe that helped some of you read one extra book, right? I don't know. But anyway, I started off strong because I established my 100 book goal and I'm planning on staying the course. I even read a super long book this month. Well, not super long, but long enough. To Paradise by Hanya Yanagihara. I'll be honest, I was a bit stressed about doing that book because I didn't want to miss my goal. Currently, Goodreads says I'm two books ahead of my goal. Yay for that. I read 10 books this month. I think what helped me was the fact I do this long drive to Iowa and I get a few books in through that. I usually get four books, but I did three because Two Paradise was just long. Anyway, I feel good about this month in general. I feel good about my reading. I feel like I'm in a good place. I know life takes over and I just need to stay the course and stay consistent. I want to add a nonfiction self-help or business-ish book every month, and I did that for Jen. Yay for that. I'm hoping I can get to finish Alchemy in February. We'll see. I haven't read the book yet because of all my other commitments, but for the first time in a long time, I do not have any author interview commitments. I got done with my author interview for March, and that episode is uploaded and ready to go, and nobody has sent me any books or requests, and I have to be honest, it's a good place to be. I feel like I may just get caught up on my net galley, or at least come close. I mean, it's good, right? I mean, I have come full circle in the past I lived for author interviews and all the books that I got sent. And now I'm happy to just sit back and read my mega long TBR. Anyway, I know you guys want to hear my January books. But before we get started, please look at the show notes to support me and this podcast. I would really appreciate it because it makes me feel like this podcast matters. So either go to buymeacoffee.com slash LLTB podcast or gift yourself a Libro FM subscription using my code LLTB podcast. And uh, I thank you. Okay, let's get started. Here are the books I've read this month in order of reading them. One, Steel Striker by Marie Lu. If you have been following this podcast, I'm sure I've mentioned part one of this duology. Part one is Sky Hunter, and it ends in a cliffhanger where you are wondering about the protagonist. And anyway, 
This book is the conclusion. I loved the energy and adventure and it was just fun. I can totally see myself re-listen to this duology again. I was a tad confused at the very end, but I do not want to ask the question here on the podcast because that would be a spoiler, but please get in touch with me if you have read this book. I could just rewind and listen slowly because I must have missed a line somewhere. But anyway, I still give this book five stars. It was my jam, my genre. I enjoyed this journey. Book two, What's So Funny? A Cartoonist Memoir by David Cypress. This is a memoir, but it's written more in events or snippets, if you want to call it that. Like he will recall an event from his childhood and then tell the story about it. It's his relationship with his father, mother, and sister, and their stories also. Like some stories were, whoa, you know, some of them were poignant and some were just realistic, like life. I mean, this is your average dysfunctional family, but that's every family, right? I gave this book four stars. Oh, and I interviewed the author, David Cypress, and that interview should come out on Pub Day. That's March 8th, 2022. Book three, To Paradise by Hanya Yanagihara. My understanding is that this book has gotten mixed reviews, and I will agree with that. First off, it's divided into three books. One book takes place in 1890s, one in the 1990s, I think, in the last book, 2090s. Of course, it's not just 1890. Like, the story will go from, say, 1870 to 1890 or something like that. I can't recall the dates, but it felt like three separate books. I mean, they are connected, but I couldn't figure out how exactly. Main character name was David in all three books. Like when we got to book two and it started, the character names were the same. I got confused. I thought we were talking about the same David of book one. And it took me a while to realize that it's a different person and a different story. And I was like, what's going on? Is it a what if type of story? Like, like, what if David had done this instead? I don't know. Also, the theme of being from Hawaii is something that is part of this book. I know it was heavy in book two, and it was definitely mentioned in book three. Book three was the future with the pandemic and sicknesses. And I think the books were all about making choices in your life. Choices that could take you away from everything you know and hold near and dear for a possible paradise. I give this book four stars. Some of the stories were strong. I could empathize with the pain of the characters. I don't know if I'm recommending it or not, but I still give it four stars. Book four, Ruby Fruit Jungle by Rita Mae Brown. What can I say about this book? It's a coming-of-age story of a young girl who realizes she likes girls better. It starts off with the element of her being 
outspoken and self-directed. I mean, she starts off with never wanting to be married, which is fine. And you think it's a feminist book, but it's really about her being lesbian. It's also about how her mother and society react to it. I wasn't blown away. I give it three stars. Book five, Manifesto, on Never Giving Up by Bernadine Evaristo. Another memoir. As I was listening to this book, I felt very slight reflections of girl, woman, other as micro elements that she took from her own life. Not much, just lightly skimmed with it and made an entire story and book out of it. I loved her talk about writing and about believing in yourself and manifesting what you want. It was motivational. I gave it four stars. Book six, The Feels by Erin Young. I got this book as an ARC. And let me tell you, I got several emails from the publicist for this book. Sometimes I've gotten like two or three emails for a book, but this one was double that, I think. At the end, it was a request for an interview. And I thought, hmm, is this legit or just marketing? I responded and it turns out to be legit marketing. (laughs) Okay, I have done an author interview for this one. So check that out as well. Well, what can I tell you about this book? It's a crime drama thriller. You have a cop looking for a possible serial killer and these bodies are being found and really bad shape. And yeah, you have to piece it all together. There are several red herrings. Ultimately, it was different. It wasn't what I expected. It kind of bordered on sci-fi crime thriller. Barely. Okay, book seven, Never Tell by Selena Montgomery. This is a psychological thriller. It's a crime thriller, but there just was this element that made me think psychological thriller. Okay, all through the book, I was hooked. I mean, I loved the experience of this book. I was in love with the characters and I was there and what a phenomenal romance. And yes, it was the kind of romance that I enjoyed and could buy into. And then somewhere towards the last 20%, a five-star book slipped into four stars. I can't explain. I mean, I think it was the ending that just didn't blow my mind or that I didn't care. And towards the end, even the romance was cute, but something just felt off, for lack of a better word. So yes, I'll give it a solid four. Book eight, Salt Houses by Hala Olyon. We are going to discuss this one for our next book club. So I'll hold off on saying anything, although I want to, but I'll wait for Fab. And book nine, Limitless by Jim Quick. Apparently, there's a movie based on this book. Okay, first off, it's a self-help nonfiction. Basically goes over how our brains are neuroplastic and it has growth strategies. I primarily wanted to read this because it has speed reading strategies. I'm always trying to up my reading speed, but we'll see. I'll keep trying, but I guess the more I use some of the strategies, the slower I read. I guess you have to take a few steps back before you make a leap. This book also has some memory strategies. Some of them I've heard before. Basically, if you read a lot of self-help, you may have read all or some of the books referenced and may be aware of the strategies discussed. I am doing a clubhouse discussion of this book 
to help me remember the book better. Anyway, anytime I read self-help, the book is only as good as your ability to implement it, right? So I'm working on it. I give this book a solid four stars. Book 10, the final book for January, is Hell of a Book by Jason Mott. This is our book club pick for March. And so it's going to be hard, but I'm going to refrain from saying anything. And I know you guys got to stay tuned for March for the book club episode about this book. And those are my books for January. I'm very happy with my reading. And since February has 28 days, that's three less than Jan, I better up my game and focus more next month. I will probably write down my book goals with names of books I plan to read and really plan not just what I'm going to read, but also when. I'd love to hit nine books next month, but we shall see. And uh, that's all I have for you all. If you want to contact me, email me at livingalifethroughbooks at gmail.com. Look at the show notes for ways to contact me and follow me on social media and support me and all that jazz. The opening and closing music for this and all my previous episodes was composed by my husband, Brad Slavic. I'm Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books, signing off. Remember to water the seeds within you. It's time. <laughs>